Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Joey Calvez. I want to tell you guys a little bit about the Department of Metahuman Affairs. This one is a story about a team led by a retired sidekick, two felons, a failed actor from Broadway, and a reprogrammed cyborg. But their first mission is to stop the criminals who have robbed a bank, and they will have to set the world at ease. You're going to get 180 pages of entertainment action-packed awesomeness right here in the first six issues in a collected hardcover volume one all you got to do is head on over to kickstarter.com and type in the department of metahuman affairs or dma and check it out right now Hey everybody, I'm Steve. And I'm Izzy. And this is Everything I Learned From Movies. And tonight we have a little mini episode. Well, I guess it's not really that mini. It's going to be a while. But um, we just recently spent a week in the Nation of the Rising Sun, Japan. While we were there, we uh, recorded little uh, little super mini episodes, like five or seven minutes a day, just kind of going over what we did, some of the cool things, you know, we kind of noticed. And the so, yeah. machines we ate at. Yeah, all, all kinds of cool stuff. Basically, we have you uh, listen to those, hear about our experience in Japan. Hopefully mm-hmm. it uh, entices you to go check it out, because it's pretty fucking awesome. And then uh, afterwards, we're going to answer questions that you sent us uh, so that we can answer specifically what you want to know mm-hmm. about the land of the rising sun. Yes. So, uh, yeah, we'll join you here in a minute. Enjoy. Woo! Hey, everybody, I'm Steve. And I'm Izzy. And this is Everything, Everything I Learned from Japan. Movies in Japan. Yeah. <laughs> we're abroad. And, and not just because I'm a lady. <laughs> <laughs> She's abroad, and I'm also abroad. Anyway, we are in Japan. We're in Japan uh, after oh. what twenty-two hours total Jesus in the airport, yeah. and what seemed like being in a fucking bus with some of the smelliest people you can imagine. Uh, no, it wasn't no, that bad. It wasn't but... that bad. And I have to say, the seats we flew Cafe Air yeah. seats were much more comfortable than our Wow Air experience. Yeah, I even got some sleep. Steve watched six whole movies that will be coming up on future episodes. I did watch six movies, and four and a half of them were horrible. (laughs) Uh, But Brigsby Bear was good. Uh, Yeah, Brigsby Bear was good. Check that out. Gee, what else did we watch? Uh, Dark Tower, Tower. Baywatch. You watched Baywatch. Triple X, Legend of Xander Cage. Uh, God. So many bad movies. Oh, The Circle. Oh, the cir- the circle. Why the circle should have been better than it was. And Baby Driver. Baby Driver was good. Was it? Yeah. I did not watch that. I watched the circle and went. It's time for me to take a nap now. <laughs> yeah, uh, but also, you're gonna hear me coughing and snorking the next couple episodes. I'm sorry. I'm getting over a cold. Deal with it. And she was just on a twenty something hour flight with, again with some of the nastiest people here. But uh, yeah. Yeah. So we flew into Narita Airport, which yeah. is in the province of Chiba. And then we took the Shinkansen, the bullet train, yeah. into Tokyo. Tokyo Station? Holy fucking shit. This is huge. It's a Grand Central Station with multiple underground malls attached to it. Yeah. So it's like, I'm trying to find my line. Oh, I'm on Character Street now. <laughs> <laughs> Why is Pokemon everywhere? I don't understand. Yeah. Oh my god, there's Pokemon. 
Oh my god, Pokemon's at her, Steve. Yeah. We'll get you there. We'll get you there. You can spend all of the money. Oh, I'm going to spend all of the money. <laughs> um, but yeah, so we, we came in. We checked into our hotel. We're staying at an APA businessman's hotel. And there seems to be one every couple of blocks. Just it's a pretty, I think it's the Motel 6 here. of uh, Japan. Nice. Yeah, but yeah, the room's... Small, maybe 200 square feet, like 200 <laughs> square feet generously. And this queen bed takes up the majority of yeah, it. Yeah, it really does. Uh, let's just say Steve isn't really built for Japan. No, Japan is not built for Steve. <laughs> uh, yeah, let's just say, like, you know, though, the um, the trains and the subways are taller than the San Francisco ones. They were. That was the weirdest the thing. The signage just hangs down about an inch below your chin. <laughs> yeah, and all the, the uh, handles people grab onto, those are a little lower. But yeah, if you stand in the middle, the ceiling's like an extra foot and a half higher, which is awesome. Yeah, it is. You know, it makes, and they have great airflow. Yeah. That is something I'm noticing. Japan seems to have their shit together. They really do. Everybody's dressed so nice. Yeah. <laughs> So we had ramen at the coolest ramen place at the corner of our block. Couldn't tell you the name of it because I don't think they have it in English. I but uh fucking clue what the name of it was. But a guy who obviously knows what the fuck he's doing and has probably been doing it for 40 years was behind the counter. Indeed. Like, I'm surprised he wasn't smoking. Yeah, right. Wait, was he smoking? <laughs> I don't think so. No, no, I don't no, think so. no, not, not that place. No. But uh, yeah, he handed us a picture menu and pointed at a machine. You put your change in the yeah. machine. To, you hit a button to place your order, which I'm in love with. Yeah. Let people That's a great idea. figure it out. Like, oh my God, America, get on this train. Let people figure their shit out before they, you know, before they even have to deal with the staff. And then you hand them a pile of tickets like, this is what I want. And they're like, all right, mm-hmm. cool. I'll be back in 10 minutes. Pretty much. He has cute little pictures of pigs everywhere that somebody drew him. <laughs> he does. Yeah. Uh, he had a change machine that he had to kind of break into because it ate our hundred or is equivalent of a hundred dollar bill. Yeah. Thousand yeah. yen? That that's ten dollars. What's the hundred dollar one we put into the machine? Ten thousand? Is it ten thousand dollar yen? Because I remember that's what we were able to pull out of the ATM. Oh, that's right. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then it gave us a bunch of tens, and then we put the ten in to get a bunch of thousand yens or hundred yens. Hundred yens, yeah, which so is we... like a buck. Yeah, it's uh. Yeah, it's a system. We'll hopefully get used to it in the next couple of days. I mean, the, <laughs> the train system looks like it's complicated, but I'm sure a few days in we'll figure it out. I just would like all of you right now to take a moment and Google the Tokyo train map. Just take do it. Okay, you're looking at it. And then study it for a week. Let us know what you think. And <laughs> Okay, you can stop screaming now. It's, it's not that bad. <laughs> um, it's got all the pretty colors, though. Oh, so many colors. A lot of these colors look... Of, lot alike yeah there's like a red and an off red and a not so red and a blood and orange a and an orange <laughs> and a chartreuse no way yeah but uh yeah we got our um we've got our jr jr japan rail passes yeah so we're gonna be able to get to kyoto here pretty quick we also have our suica cards for the subways s-u-i-c-a i don't know yeah suica which we can also use at 7-Eleven. Also, there's oh, 7-Elevens yeah. everywhere here. <laughs> oh, and that cutlet sandwich or whatever that we got yes. at the bus station, which sounds buy like a horrible food. idea. <laughs> buy, <laughs> a, buy a fried pork cutlet sandwich from the bus station for $2. It was $2. It was 2 bucks. And there was the, uh, the uh, spam and the egg or the rice triangle seaweed wrap thingy. That was like a buck. Yeah, 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 and we had the sour plum one, too. Yeah, yeah, well, that, that was awkward, but it was still pretty good. I did not know what it was. Once I figured out yeah, what yeah. it was, I enjoyed it. But yeah, that first bite, because I thought I had grabbed the meat one. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, ooh, meat's gone bad. Wait. 
Nope, that's that's a plum. plum. That's a sour plum. Oh, okay. <laughs> I was like, I think this is pork. Nope, this is a bitter plum. <laughs> <laughs> better not be pork. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But yeah, we're uh, about to sleep probably for the next 12 hours. Oh, I do want to make one note too. Quietest trains and rails. Oh my God, yes. Ever. Even the babies are quiet. Yeah. Well, not, yeah. On, not on the plane, but yeah, on the buses. No, yeah. not on the plane. No, trains. Trains, 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 trains yeah. All right, let's drink yeah. some beers and take a nap. All right. So until next time, I'm Steve. And I'm Izzy. And this is Everything, Everything We, we learned, learned in Japan. Japan. Have a good night, everybody. Good night, everybody. Hey, everybody, I'm Steve. And I'm Izzy. And this is Everything, Everything We, we learned, learned in Japan. Japan. And today... Oh my god, we did like 11 days worth of stuff today. <laughs> we did. And it didn't seem like it was rushed either, which was kind of cool. No, we took um, our time, but I'm fucking exhausted. Right? It started off with us sleeping like dead things for <laughs> about 12 hours after that long flight and the time to change and everything and just forcing through. But we woke up. In a really comfortable bed. Uh, yeah, it was actually really good. And uh, we even had the window open and it was Icy pretty cold. It's nice gold. It was also pretty quiet up until about 5 a.m. Yeah, and then all of a sudden that street comes to life like yeah. that. Yeah, it's like somebody turns on the switch and everybody's going to work. And yeah, apparently we're in the rice district, like the like it's like a manufacturing district. Indeed, it's actually over by um, what was that tower? The Golden Pooh. Yeah, the Golden Pooh tower. Uh, headquarters. <laughs> it's like, the Golden Pooh. Yeah, it looks. It's supposed to look like a big tall mug of. Uh, Asahi, but um, yeah, they, everybody calls poop? it the Golden Poop. It's pretty sweet. Wasn't it even on a map as the Golden Poop? Oh, probably. I don't know. <laughs> but, um, uh, yeah, but so yeah. yeah, we got up early. We grabbed uh, some breakfast at McDonald's Japan. <laughs> we sure did, because we're those people. Yeah, we are. Well, hey, it's around the corner from our hotel, and they had picture maps, and yeah, hey, sausage, egg, and cheese. Tastes like a sausage, egg, and cheese, no matter where you go. It's true, and it's filling. Um, mm-hmm. So then we went to Shinjuku by uh, the subway system uh, because we wanted to see all of the Godzilla stuff. Yes, Godzilla Hotel. And uh, Gracie, Jared and Elisa, hope you're listening. It is worth it. It's yes, it pretty is. cool. Um, we also it? did not realize that there is a Godzilla movie coming out today. Uh, apparently, yeah, there was that anime thing that opened up and we're like, wait, that says 11-17, right? That's today's date, right? <laughs> <laughs> there was lines of like down the block all day oh, yeah. for that thing because uh, we were at Toho Cinemas uh, the yeah. at the Hotel Gracery where they have the Godzilla on top of the building and it's pretty Life sweet Godzilla. we gotta go back at night and see that thing breathing fire yeah. we did not see it breathe fire because we, we got there not. too early we did not yeah we, we were there yeah like what 10am yeah, yeah. Uh, but we did walk walk around Shinjuku mm-hmm. uh, went to like the gift shop they, oh my god, there's like the robot restaurant that wasn't open yet. That sounded yeah. weird. Oh, the Samurai Museum. We stumbled upon a Samurai Museum. That was awesome. It was amazing. It's totally in the most touristy, trappy area in the world. And if we had not, if I had realized how touristy that area was, I wouldn't have gone in. It is not touristy at all. I mean, no. it is, but it's it's a museum. Yeah. They have, you know, four or five, six hundred year old armor there. And they totally let you like try on some replicas. Yeah, they that let was you awesome. do a photo shoot like as a geisha and a samurai. Yeah, and the whole upstairs was kind of set up like a a Ryukan or whatever. Yeah, yeah, the, yeah. the traditional samurai the, houses you see in like the Last Samurai yeah, and like paper minutes. walls. They have a piece of armor from the who the guy who the Last Samurai was based off. Yeah, of. Yeah, uh, apparently it's not Katsumoto. 
It's yeah, uh, okay. some other they guy. Get the rights to his name. Hot so Anonymous B or something. Yeah. But yeah, uh, apparently. Also, Ma- Matthew Perry. Matthew Perry, yeah. <laughs> he was the general that apparently uh, modernized Japan. So if, if you like that guy from Friends, Chandler, blame him. <laughs> I did not no, know no. that Chandler modernized Japan. <laughs> um, yeah, also the uh, suit, the. The uh, samurai sh- suit that inspired the Darth Vader uniform. Yeah, that's kind of cool. And also the one that inspired Rainbow Bright. Right. No, there, there was one that was like Rainbow Striped. It was pretty sweet. It was really awesome. <laughs> but but it was right next to the one where she was talking about inspired Darth Vader. And so I was like, oh yeah, that's totally Rainbow Bright. I get it. It's even got the little white tufts <laughs> on the feet. <laughs> yeah. No, but it's a great museum. They have tours both in English and Japanese. I highly, highly recommend it. It was what, like 15 bucks? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it was like twelve. Yeah, yeah it was like totally very, very affordable. Um, there's also uh, there was like a Capcom bar. Like there's all kinds yeah. of nerdy shit. Uh, all kinds of. Uh, oh, we also hit a Burger King. Burger King was for a little there. Snack. Oh, they have the shrimp whopper. With the shrimp whopper with uh, cocktail sauce. Oh, and the spam and cheese. And the spam and cheese sandwich. <laughs> Those were both very good. And they seem to love spam here because it pops up yes. in a bunch of stuff, and I'm okay with that. I'm okay with that. Spam is awesome. Yeah. Uh, yeah. uh, See, so then we went to the Godzilla, the official store. Godzilla or, gift shop is yeah. right next door to a bunny gift shop. <laughs> Everything in that shop was bunnies. It sure was. Little snuggly bunny moment. <laughs> and Gorgera. Gorgera eats the bunnies. Yeah. Uh, then we met up with Torrey. We did. Shout out to Torrey, my main man. <laughs> Not really, but my good friend. We uh, Torrey and I went to art school together, and he's become an expat. Well, he claims he's not an expat, but. Because later we, we'll talk about the expat we met later. Oh, um, God. <laughs> but yeah, uh, no, Tori's living here and living the Japanese life, teaching English to children who want to touch his hair. Um, <laughs> yeah, and dating the natives. Yeah. yeah, he's going native. Yeah, he took us over to Sunshine City Mall, yeah. where we went to the Mega Pokemon Center. And half of us nerded the fuck out, and the other half just tried to stay out of a bunch of kids' <laughs> oh way. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. <laughs> And it's the 17th, which for those of you Pokemon nerds know, that's when Ultra Sun and Ultra Moon came out. So it was pretty picked over. I actually was like a little bit disappointed. There's a lot of stuff they were like out of, but got some good stuff. Oh my god, their their whole Ditto series. It's Ditto with different Pokemon. Those were pretty stupid cute. They're the best. I have a Magikarp. I will post pictures soon. He's (laughs) goddamn fucking amazing. He's my new best friend, Steve. Well, we'll take you to another Poke Center so you can get yeah. even more nerdy shit. Yeah. <laughs> also, gotcha, gotcha machines. They're like vending, they're, toy vending oh, machines. Yeah. They're everywhere. They're amazing. Steve, yeah. I would like $100 just in like $1 coins to just hit every gotcha, gotcha machine I can find. I think we spent about that today with the Pokemon and there was that gotcha street or whatever where it was all the different like <laughs> Godzilla and yeah. all the Bandai, like, Dragon Ball and all that stuff. So yeah, we did that. We grabbed a little, we grabbed some curry with Torre. We, got some we went to the lunch. hub. That's right. <laughs> we, okay. went, we did go to the hub for drinks. Um, and we met yes. an expat named William. William? Uh, who was, he basically came up to us and just sat next to us and was having one of those giant... He was giant... looking for a seat and Steve yeah. offered him a seat next to us because yeah, yeah, we were yeah, three yeah. at a four top. Yeah, yeah, the the, ta- <laughs> the tower of Kira and Ichiban. Yeah, like hundred um, ounces. <laughs> yep, and he was just like, "Hey guys, hey guys, into dra- uh, drift racing?" And I was like, "Oh, I've heard of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah." And he took that as a, I was 
balls deep in it and knew every single person. He's like, do you know this person? No. Do you know this person? No. I've seen Fast and Furious 3. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's like, is it the third one? <laughs> it's, like, it's like, I know who Vin Diesel is. That's about all I really know about Drift Racing. Yeah, but he's an interesting guy. Basically told us Drift, his life story. Yeah. He's been there for 17 years. Yeah, yeah. Ellie told us about his kids. Uh, oh, my God. And then he put a, cigar- a cigarette out on his tongue. Oh, oh I thought Tori was going to Ralph. Yeah, he, he, he looked like ill, and I was just mesmerized. I was like... I know, I, you were staring I, like, I was, ah. I was just I realizing was like, I had never actually seen that in person. <laughs> I've seen it on movies dozens of times, but it was like... And, and he, there are people who have dead taste buds in the middle of their tongue. Most people have less taste in the middle of their tongue. Go ahead, podcast people. Put your finger in the middle of your tongue. You don't taste as well as you do on the sides. But there's some people who just have dead taste buds, and I'm pretty sure that's what it is. We're talking about party tricks. I then mesmerized the crowd with my party trick. I can name the baby animal of almost every animal. (laughs) There you go. We got pretty hung up on guinea pigs for some reason, though. They were arguing with me. I have a feeling you were talking about guinea pigs. No, No. Tori was like, why are they they calves? Because they're guinea pigs or calves. They calve. I thought they'd be guinea piglets. Little piglets. I know you'd think that, but no. Well, I would be wrong. And that's why I don't have a party trick. Other than standing a foot taller than the other guy. Right. Yeah. So good first full day here in oh Tokyo. Oh my gosh, yeah. Damn. We're doing pretty good on the subways and the yeah. trains and stuff. Yeah, it, well, once you figure out at least how to get there and transfer and stuff and what all the signs mean, it's 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 all right. <laughs> I would also like to give a shout out to... Uh, Google Translate and Google Maps. Oh, yes. Google Translate, it's just nice to be able to like talk into it and say, like, hey, I'm on the wrong platform. Can you direct me to the right platform? Mm-hmm. And just show it to the cop and just be like, uh, and point. <laughs> Up, left, or something. <laughs> but, but yeah. Uh, yeah. More people speak English here than I thought. And yeah, I think it's because yeah, yeah. we're like in a touristy part, but. Yeah, probably yeah. part of the job and stuff. But yeah, uh, blooming it so far. How about you, sweetie? Oh my god, yes. <laughs> yes. Uh, tomorrow, more adventures. More adventures! <laughs> so until next time, I'm Steve. And I'm Izzy. And this is Everything, Everything We Learned in Japan. Japan. Have a good night, everybody. Hi, everybody. Hey, everybody, I'm Steve. And I'm Izzy. And this is Everything, Everything I Learned in Japan. Japan. Uh, so another fantastic day. Oh my god, we did all of the things again. <laughs> we did. We're so good at doing all of the things. Yeah. Uh, we started off uh got another breakfast at mcdonald's yeah. uh but then we went to the imperial palace here in tokyo yes. and wandered around the grounds there it is gorgeous it is absolutely gorgeous even a bit of an overcast day so it wasn't like it's full gleaming in the sun with but... the grossest giant spiders in the world oh my god yes fucking giant spiders and i almost walked into one aren't you glad i pulled you oh in the other god, direction I, from that I owe you like nine blowjobs for that. All right, I'll start with one. Um, <laughs> no, it was fantastic. Like uh, the the gardens were amazing. Um, I mean, they have all the the towers and the temples and stuff yeah. in there. I I love the uh, the like rock walls, like the foundations and stuff yes, that are there. That are like the barricades. hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of years old. It's surrounded by a moat. <laughs> a real fucking moat, like, not a pretend moat. Like I'm pretty sure there's something living in there, like oh, eating yeah. trespassers at night. It's pretty sweet. Oh yeah, yeah, no, that's where the Loch Ness monster is, like for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, if you can't tell, my voice is a little uh, on the horse side today. Um, <laughs> uh, more on that later.
let's see. Real Pals. Oh, and we went to Character Street. Character Street. We got lost at Tokyo Station. Yes. Wandering we around. God, I, the directions around that place, just horrible. That place is just huge. And yeah. And then it's like multiple malls. But we uh, got beer and lunch at a place called Bar Bar. Bar Bar. And we got to try some local beers that I have no idea what they were. We just pointed at like reds and stouts. Yeah, I think it was, was it their in-house or... No, but their their specialty was craft beers. Yeah. And like yeah. local craft beers. So, um, yeah, Bar Bar was awesome. Uh, yeah, and then we found another Pokemon Center on yeah. Character Street. We sure did. Yeah, we did. It was awesome. I got more stuffies, and I hit more gotcha gotcha machines, and across the way from it was even more gotcha gotcha machines. <laughs> they had gotcha and gotcha action going on. So much gotcha gotcha action, but we got a ton of gifts for people. It was so much fun. Yeah. 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 Uh, it was fantastic. No. Um, so bad. I enjoyed it. It was a nice little spot. I loved seeing you happy. Uh, and we and we'd wandered around there, and there was all kinds of like. Uh, There's a Snoopy shop. Yeah, Snoopy like, shop. There so was Character the... Street is basically like all of the like the character stores, like Disney stores there, and like all that stuff. Like, mm. I you know what we didn't see. We didn't there was the Sailor Moon shop. Yeah, I didn't see Sailor Moon. There was the uh, there were like Ghi- three Hello Kitty ones. Ghibli Studios or whatever. Oh, yeah, the Ghibli shop. Uh, There's a bunch of other Japanese stuff I had never fucking heard of. There uh, are ones I want to know more about. What was that one I actually liked? Oh yeah, the Slam Dunk. Slam Dunk. We gotta. Uh, we gotta I gotta get look you into that. that. It's a manga apparently. We gotta get you some Slam Dunk. <laughs> I am just so curious how a <laughs> Japanese manga about basketball would be because I. We watched a little bit of a basketball game. Was it last night at the hub or whatever? <laughs> it kind of looked like a high school game. Like, oh. <laughs> go Eagle! <laughs> yeah, go Eagle versus Altour. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, so yeah, we had Character Street. Um, mm-hmm. We meet up with Torre around then. Oh, forgot to mention yesterday we went. Torre took us yes. to the observatory. Yes, at the um, Tokyo Metropolitan Building, basically the government building. Yeah. It was awesome. I got some smash pennies and then immediately lost them. Oh. And my Suica card, but whatever. It's, it's all good. I get a Passmo now, so we have all of the cards. I'm feeling super Japanese. And instead of those, you got beautiful panoramic views of the city from the 45th floor, or whatever it was. Yeah. I mean, so that's pretty much worth it. Pretty rad. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, that was awesome. Uh, what else did we do today, though? We. Tori took us around. Oh, uh, Shibuya. He took us Shibuya. to Shibuya for dinner. Yes. Wandered around Shibuya a lot. Yeah. It's a rich neighborhood. Yeah. Super rich neighborhood. And we saw a church that fucking looked like a Disney church. We like, sure did. That was the fakest looking real church I've ever seen in my life. A lot of rich ladies. Yeah, just a lot of stuff going on there. It was just walking around, observing. Oh, in the busiest intersection in the world, oh, yes. uh, where like thousands of people cross. And Steve like, all was the a time. foot taller than everyone there. Yeah, I uh, posted a video of it, so check it out on Facebook. Check out the video. It's, it's about 15 awesome. seconds of me just holding. <laughs> <laughs> it looks like a drone kind of flying over it the does, heads of but everybody. It's just your eye but, level. Yeah. Uh, you are our selfie stick, honey. Yeah, just, yeah uh, uh, and, you know, we've been here, what, two and a half days now? Yeah. Japan seems to have their shit together. They really do. Like, the, the, the train system and stuff makes sense. It's super efficient, super quiet. Even when it's crowded, everybody's just very nice, and nobody's fucking screaming or has their iPhones or playing. Yeah, okay, everybody showers. You know what I think it is, sweetie? Mm-hmm. Shame. There's shame, shame in this country, yes. and I kind of like it. I, 
Yeah, I see the appeal 100%. People have self-respect for the goddamn selves and others. <laughs> uh, anyway, also, um... I don't think we've talked <laughs> enough about the Suica cards or Pasmo cards. So oh, it's a yeah. card. You put money on it. You can use it to get on like any of the transit. Yeah. Buses, trains, subways, bullet trains, doesn't matter. You can use it. You can also use it to buy things from vending machines. Mm-hmm. You can use it to buy things at like 7-Eleven and like gas stations and stuff. Like you can use it to pay for your dinner. Like it's 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 amazing. Why why have we not embraced this? Yeah. I mean, San Francisco's getting on board. Get your shit together, on. U.S. Now. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. yeah. And there's like two different brands that you can use for all of them. Yeah. Yeah, we'll uh, we'll take our ideas back with us and immediately get get them shut down. But yeah, another good day, getting mm-hmm. a bunch of shit done, knocking it out. Yeah. Uh, again, big ups to Torre and. Yes, uh, thank you so much, uh, Yui. Yui, Yui. For showing us around. You want to say Yui? Awesome. Yeah, yeah. They they've been great ambassadors to the nation of Japan. Mm-hmm. Um. So yeah. Until next time, I'm Steve. And I'm Izzy. And this is. Everything I learned from Japan. Japan. (laughs) Good night, everybody. Hey, everybody. I'm Steve. And I'm Izzy. And this is Everything I Learned in Japan. Japan. And tonight. Oh, tonight. uh, This is day four of Japan. Oh, my God. You know what we did today, Steve? What did we do? What did we do? We We went to the Cup Noodle Museum. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, we did go to the city of Yokohama. My heart belongs there. <laughs> and we went to the Cup of Noodles Museum. Cup Noodles. Cup Noodles. Cup Sorry, noodles. that's right. There's no O here. Cup um, it was actually really cool. Steve I, was super skeptical. Super skeptical until we went to the website. Oh, my God. Uh, we God. decorated our own cup noodles? We decorated it. We chose our own flavor combination. They sealed it for they us? They sealed They're... it right in front of our eyes. Yeah. They've, they even put it in a nice little uh, package that we... Little air pumped bag. air into make it like a little fucking uh, pillow. Yeah. So it gets <laughs> like home a, like safe. a boy in a bubble suit. Yes. Yeah. Oh my god, so cool. Yokohama, super super cool. Like I yeah, like cool little uh, port city. Yeah. Yeah. Like they the, got the... like a boardwalk and they got like a, like roller coasters and Ferris wheels and a bunch of cute little shops. Yeah. But yeah, the cup of noodles museum definitely the highest, <laughs> the, oh the best god. part of it. Now oh anyway. it's so cheap. Oh, and the noodle bazaar. So we had lunch oh, at their Noodle yes, Bazaar. Yes, yes, They So the guy who founded Cup Noodle, he tried noodles from all over the world. Well, all over Asia and a little bit of Italy. <laughs> um, but uh, you can go and you can try like nine different kinds of noodles. Yeah. And again, it's a great Japanese efficiency. You put your money in, you buy a little ticket at a machine, and then you just take it to the window. Yeah. And then weird, your food handlers aren't handling cash. It's all gross and disgusting. Yeah. But holy Get cow, your shit together, U.S. Now, anyway. The food was like three <laughs> bucks a bowl. Yeah. Super. Ta- everything was amazing. It was fantastic. Yeah. And so the the founder of Cup Noodles, I forget his name, is like uh, Mohamaka Fuki or something. Something like that. Um, but he, he fucking loves noodles. Yeah. He like back in the fifties, he invented uh, what, what was it, chicken noodle. Yeah, he freeze uh, was it? Yeah, by freeze drying the chicken and uh, or chicken ramen, flash frying. Yeah, it was chicken ramen. Yeah. Yeah, uh, and flash frying the noodles so they would be instant. Yeah, and then and he it, started from like nothing. Yeah, he like he actually had a replica of his shack that he worked in in the fifties yeah. and stuff. And then it was like nineteen seventy one. He met up like the CEO of Honda, who basically was like, "Here's a bunch of money. 
take a chicken ramen to the world. And, and then I got uh, on the spaceship, chicken in space. Oh, and, and that's just it. Yeah, he lived to be 96 or he maybe in, uh, like two, yeah, like 2007. He was like 96, 97 years old, something like that. He invented space ramen like the year before he died. Like it, it was his passion, and that's ramen. that's fucking amazing. Oh my god! Yeah, I, I want to be dedicated to something that much besides myself. Yeah, maybe myself. Maybe I'm worth it. No, you I are am. worth it. <laughs> yeah, no, that it, it's way more fun than it sounds. It's really inexpensive to do. Go yeah. do it if you've got kids, especially if you've got adults, especially. Everybody. Yeah. Yeah, that's pretty sweet. Um, and yeah. then we went, uh, took a little like power nap or rest yeah. thing. Then we met up with uh, Torre and, and Yui, Yui uh, in the city of U- Uino. Ueno. Um, which wasn't too far from where we were staying. No, but yeah, like they took minutes. us out to dinner at... A very uh, cool 50s bar. Yeah, it was like a 50 Japanese but, bar. Yeah, so it was like post-World War II japan bar like yeah. very cool very hipstery very fucking hipstery worst service we've had in japan yeah yeah they, the guys they, working there fucking sucked I, I think they stuck us in the foreigner corner too because oh, yeah. that mother <laughs> okay so we're at a table that the overhead clearance was about six inches yeah it's, <laughs> o- it was, over me sitting down it literally but... stepped down but then also shrank, so it was, like, lower than everything yeah, else, and they was, just ignored us for, like, ever. Yeah, well, because it was very easy to, because there was only, like, a couple of inches they could see us out of. It was weird. But, uh, but the food wasn't bad. The food was good, yeah. We had locust. We ate locust. We did not try the fine, fancy cat food. We didn't. Which, oh it God. turns out, is just rice with miso sauce. Yeah. Yeah, um, we, we didn't try the boobs ice either. We didn't try boobs ice. Or uh, the University of Potato Pie or whatever <laughs> the fuck it was. University of Potato Ice. Ice, whatever, yeah. Ice, ice, baby. Yeah, some of the translations are fantastic, suspect, but awesome. Yeah, um, but yeah, that food was good. We had yeah. various fried things. We had various grilled things. Grilled um, quail eggs are fucking awesome. Yeah, yeah, the quail eggs was good. That is something I got to give them here. I've not I not had an overcooked egg yet. Japanese can fucking cook eggs. Yeah. Uh, uh, where was it where we had the ones that were like still kind of like red the or whatever ramen. in the middle? Yeah. Oh, that's right. The ramen like, yeah. back on the first day. Soft-boiled eggs. That's good yeah, shit. just it. Everything's soft-boiled. There's no hard-boiled eggs. And their eggs are delicious and they're deep, like a deep, deep, deep amber color. Like they're yeah. gorgeous. Japan's awesome. Yeah. I'm yeah. digging it. Ah, uh, but tomorrow even more adventure awaits. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you know what else we had? What's that? We had Baskin Robbins Japan. Oh, that's right. We did have Baskin Robbins on the way home. That's yeah, right. We did. Because we're badass. So I had the what the matcha ice cream, and you had the pumpkin pie. I had pumpkin pie and midnight raspberry. Yeah, and been chocolate chip and jamoka fudge with my matcha. But yeah. Yeah, there, there were a couple of interesting flavors, but eh, I mean, the pumpkin pie one actually tasted oh, like yeah. real pumpkins. Yeah, pumpkin was pretty good. Yeah, and the yeah. midnight raspberry was basically just dark chocolate with swirls in raspberry ice cream. Fucking awesome. Yeah. Oh, by the way, I don't know if we mentioned this before, but Seven Elevens are fucking everywhere, oh my God, and they're, they're like so the banks for everybody here in the U.S., which is makes perfect sense. Oh, that's right. We also had a fancy brunch when we took our little power nap. So Seven Eleven has Belgian waffles, <laughs> prepackaged, like yeah. just in the snack aisle. And then I got myself some 7-Eleven Earl Grey milk tea. 
The fucking delicious. We also yeah. had a Seven Eleven breakfast too That's with right. the uh, spam and egg uh, spam rice egg burger rice ball, things basically. or whatever. Yeah, that was yeah. delicious. And and those cutlet sandwiches again that are pretty damn good. Yeah, basically it's pork katsu with like a like a sweet plum sauce in between two pieces of yeah. really good bread, and they're awesome. Yeah, yeah, good stuff. It, they it, look like they Seven Eleven, and it's like a buck or a buck fifty yeah. or yeah. something. So. Also, beers here are like a dollar a can. And vending machines everywhere. Everywhere. Uh, yeah. So, I yeah. Japan, right, honey? Yeah, we are. You know, though, we haven't had sushi yet. Oh, my God, we haven't. We should do that tomorrow. Let's go sushi tomorrow. Pinky swear? Pinky swear. That's not my pinky. Anyway. <laughs> so, until next time, I'm Steve. And I'm Izzy. And this is Everything, Everything We Learned in Japan. Japan. Have a good night, everybody. Night, everybody. Hey, everybody. I'm Steve. And I'm Izzy. And this is Everything, Everything We Learned in Japan. Japan. And today... Oh, oh, So we started off basically checking out the hotel, getting things consolidated. We ate breakfast at a really good rice bowl place that we keep kept walking by. but Yeah. Um, it, it was next door to the McDonald's we've been eating at because we're heathens. It was, it's always full, so we decided yeah. to go in. And it was fucking delicious i wish fantastic. we tried it earlier we really did it was good stuff um mm-hmm. yes we did that uh we went to well basically walked over across the river to where the sumo wrestling museum sumo is wrestling i was museum. so fucking psyched for the sumo wrestling museum oh, i was as well it's apparently it was closed for the last six months for renovations even though their website was totally like oh yeah come on over we got all this stuff going on yeah. Uh, so a little disappointed there, but uh, maybe next time. But that's okay, because it dropped us off right at the JR station. That's true. So that we could catch a train to connect to the Shinkansen. The Shinkansen bullet train to Kyoto. Oh, so we are doing this live. Well, recorded now, but we are yeah. in Kyoto. We Kyoto. checked into our uh, Ryokan. Uh, Ryokan. Yeah. Traditional Japanese hotel. It's got the tatami in the mats, which is the uh, the straw mats we're on the futon on the floor the door frames are about four and a half feet tall uh maybe five and a half i have to duck through them too honey yeah well we are five five eight five seven five seven yeah see see yeah they're they're pretty small um <laughs> uh, but they're very traditional um uh, yeah, their little tea are very very nice very nice yeah, yeah. Comes with complimentary tea and we're basically across the street from a pretty cool-looking Buddhist temple. Huge check Buddhist out. temple complex. Got to uh, check that out tomorrow. Yeah. But today uh, we got in a little late, and the sun sets at like 4.30. Yeah. So we had to hustle on an hour bus ride. By the way, we did Japanese buses. We did Japanese buses. During you, rush hour. You never really know a city until you've been on the bus for an hour. And then we checked out the Golden Temple. Yep. King, oh, my God. Kinkakuji. Kinkakuji. The Golden Temple. The Kinkajou Channel. Kinkajou. <laughs> it is gorgeous. And fucking we caught fantastic. it right at the fucking golden hour. We sure did. Slightly overcast. You're welcome. Oh my god. That was magical. Yeah, it was pretty fantastic. Uh, yeah, there's over 1,600 temples just in the city of Kyoto. Uh, but there's also like uh, over a dozen UNESCO World Heritage Sites. Yeah. Uh, pretty sure this was one of them. 
Uh, yeah, it's just a fantastic. Mm-hmm. There all kinds of temples going on, all kinds of gift shops. Uh, the the leaves are changing because it's like autumn oh, here. It is beautiful. We're basically in Japan's version of Vermont. Yeah. Like apparently this is just their busy season. Everybody's here to see the leaves change, and pay tribute to the temples. And we're right here with them. It's awesome. Yeah. Oh, the bullet train was fucking awesome too. Oh, we didn't really train. elaborate on that, but oh, it's quiet. It's yeah. fast. It was about three hours to Kyoto but like it's like a nine hour drive yeah, like like with stops and everything it was like there, there was definitely time in the middle there where it was a good solid hour hour and a half of just 150 200 miles an hour like it was like through mountains yeah. uh, it was just fucking awesome did not awesome. see Mount Fuji it was totally fogged in but yeah yeah oh it was so good yeah uh, but yeah so yeah Golden Temple was cool mm-hmm. uh, then we came back we had a pretty good dinner. Uh, yeah, we had the dinner there at uh, oh, I forget the name of the place again, next door to the McDonald's though. Uh, something quick. Yeah, it, uh, something now. Something now. Yeah, uh, and it was like uh, bento food, but it, w- it wasn't like the bento box. It was like a bento platter, like presentation and stuff. Like they brought out the little uh, clay lantern and basically we cooked we, our we meat cooked, on it. Cooked meat I'm and miso. I'm a fan of any yeah. place that will bring me something to cook beef on it. It was, yeah, we had, it was we like had, Japanese fajitas. It was fucking yeah. awesome. So we had, we had yeah, sear, it was seared beef in a miso paste with um, with uh, mush, various kinds of mushrooms. Yeah. We had a little bit of uh, tuna belly. Yeah. Um, that was uh, raw. Yeah, miso soup. There yeah, was the soup. the pickled uh, horseradish or whatever. Yeah, the or daikon, pickled radish. Yeah. Um, and uh, the tempura. Oh yeah, yeah. Tempura yeah. vegetables. Um, and of course tea because it's Japan. Yeah, good yeah. stuff. Yeah, tasty little meal. We also had sushi at a real sushi place today. So ha, we've done sushi twice. Do me a favor, hold this real quick. Yeah. Keep looking over here. Okay. Steve is murdering something that shouldn't be in our room. Thank you for, thank you for not letting me know that it was there. Do I need to like check under this mat and no. like, make sure they're not like everywhere? No, not at all. Just so you guys know, like, I'm not a huge fan of spiders. Um, but yeah, today was awesome. Yeah, today was awesome. We ate um, all of the sushi. Came uh, back to the hotel here. and Harryokan. Got dressed in the kimonos, going to drink some beers. Yeah. It's going to be fucking great. Oh, so good. It's a really quiet hotel. I think we're the loudest ones here. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. So until tomorrow, I'm Steve. And I'm Izzy. And this is Everything, Everything I, I Learned in Japan. Japan. Have a good night, everybody. Night, everybody. Hey everybody, I'm Steve. And I'm Izzy. And this is Everything Everything I Learned from from Movies. And we are in Japan. Japan, Land of the Rising Sun. Home of Tamagotchi. (laughs) And Pokemans. And Pokemans, yeah. So yeah, we are actually here in Kyoto as we're recording this. Yeah, we are. In a Ryokan. Uh, which is one of those, basically, those paper house thingies you've seen in <laughs> Japanese it's movies. It's a traditional Japanese hotel. It's got the uh, tatami straw floor mats. We've, we're sleeping on a futon on the floor. Indeed. Uh, There's a little table you can kneel at if you're five foot two, but if you're six foot eight, do something else. I don't know. It is amazing. It is I've had an amazing time out here. Uh, and we thought we would try some... <laughs> Some special beers from here in Japan that we got from a vending machine for a dollar. They don't have open can laws. You can drink these walking down the street. It's fucking awesome. Uh, these three selections are from Kirin. Kirin, um, the unicorn. Good value and quality. 
First up, we have Green Label. Green Ooh. Label brings you a comfortable time and refreshing taste cheers your mind. There you go. <laughs> I'm, I want my mind cheered. Yes, cheers to your mind. I also want a comfortable time. Let's have a comfortable <laughs> time, Steve. Let's do it. And my top. Oh! Oh, oh and we're also dressed in uh, kimonos. Yes, we are. Our traditional kimono. That's right. They provided them here at the place, but he's going in for the sip. That is much better than regular Kirin. Uh. It's a little more malty. Get more of the green apple taste. A little bit more hoppy. Oh, wow. Tastes like Kirin, but like flavorful. Yeah, not like it's been sitting in a, been sitting in the same lines at a Thai restaurant in the middle of nowhere for (laughs) six months. Yeah, this is a good beer, honey. Mm. I drink Green Label. Yeah, definitely got a lot of that green apple kind of. It almost or, tastes like pucker. Yeah. But not sweet. Yeah, it's weird. Hmm. Yeah. It's more intense than a regular. <laughs> so yeah, come to Japan, try some Green Label. <laughs> green Label. Uh, what else we got? <laughs> Another selection from Kirohin. This is Sicilian Lemon. Yeah. Also 5%. Uh, doesn't seem to give much of a... Well, I mean, the description it gives is in Japanese, so I have no idea what it says other than... So uh, this is in a very different can than their traditional beer cans. I'm wondering, is this a highball? <laughs> Ooh, well, I think... Yeah, say it's still 5%, but, uh, yeah, but let's is try. It, is it whiskey and lemon? Oh, I doubt that, but we'll find out. Fingers crossed. Ooh, my top! Oh, my top. <laughs> Smells like lemon. Tastes like lemon. You know what it might be? Lemon? What's the, uh, like a limoncello? Oh, uh, yeah. Let's see. See who's going in for the taste? Mm. Is that a limoncello? I think it's a limoncello. Okay, because I've never had limoncello, but everybody says I should. Yeah, it's sweet. It's uh, It's basically like lemon cider. Kind of, yeah. Like, right, yeah. It's uh, I think it's a limoncello, and it is pretty damn good. I think we might have to pick a few more up, a few more of those up over here. That's fucking delightful. Wow. That explains Sicilian lemon. Limoncello is Italian, Excuse isn't me. it? Oh yeah. Okay. That's a limoncello. Right. Also, I'd like to mention this can is indented. It's got like yeah, little it's like indented, it's like diamonds. little uh, little triangles, and it kind of. I don't know if it's made that way for easy to crush or just catch the eye a little bit with the reflecting, but it's pretty sweet. I think it's, it's supposed sweet. to be like on a glass jar. You have those little triangles, like, oh, on, like no. on the glass juice jars and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it's supposed to be like that. For, yeah, for firm grippage. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. What for else? a comfortable time. And then we have one other beer from Kiren. Uh, yes. This is their Kiren's Prime Brew. Uh, brewed from only the first press of the most delicious part of genuine malt extracts, <laughs> a crisp flavor for your good times. There you go. So only the finest from the first press of your malt extracts. Some homebrewer out there is screaming <laughs> right now. Just <laughs> you don't what? you don't press what extra what? <laughs> <laughs> I almost feel like maybe I shouldn't drink this because I was wearing a ferment drink repeat shirt earlier. Uh, Kevin would be like, "What the fuck are you drinking <laughs> over there?" Alrighty, ready? Yes. Oh, my top. <laughs> mm. Sorry, it's uh foaming over a little bit. Yeah. Ooh, that foam tastes. Ooh, this is a dark beer. Yeah. Yeah. 
still only 5%, so it's not like an Imperial Stout or anything. <laughs> but it is a stout. Really? It's either a porter or stout, yeah. Oh, wow, yeah, that is dark. It got a little chocolatey note on it. Yeah. This is delightful. I'd drink Kirin oh, wow. Prime. Why can't yeah. we get the good Kirins? It's like a... <laughs> Like a definitely uh, like a higher carbonated like Guinness almost, but uh, yeah, I don't not know. as bad as Guinness. I gotta try Guinness in Ireland mm. because you gotta try fresh Guinness. It's it's pretty good when it's fresh at least. I but... all right, so I used to like Guinness, and I think I used to get it fresher. The last honestly, the last five years, I've not had a good Guinness. Well, and remember get... that batch we tried that had gone completely sour and was oh, infected. Oh god, that was horrible. Yeah. We were at a party and some poor soul brought it and he was, they were not Guinness drinkers and they were like, it's fine. And we're like, no, this no. has gone bad. This will make you sick. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> this will give you a headache. Here, drink this brown <laughs> ale we brewed. that <laughs> <laughs> will only make you fart a little bit. <laughs> so yeah, if you find yourself in Japan, try the Kirin stuff. Uh, also, it's in vending machines. They also make, oh, excuse me. They also make a whole bunch of like sports drinks. And yeah, stuff. the sodas. Do they make that Picari sweat or whatever that yogurt soda is? I can't remember if it's them or, or Asahi. Yeah, yeah, Sa- Asahi does a bunch of those too, but uh Yeah, and one of them makes Boss. Oh, Boss. And who's the spokesperson for Boss Coffee? Tommy Lee Jones pops up on their Tommy advertisements. Tommy Lee fucking Jones advertises for coffee here. And if you get certain ones, apparently they come out of the vending machine hot. I keep getting the cold one, the uh, the craft blend, and it is delicious. Yeah, it's pretty good stuff. Yeah. Yeah, so yeah, that's our uh, first edition of drinking here in Japan. Everything I drunk in Japan. <laughs> There's more to come though. So uh, oh, until cool. next time, I'm Steve and I'm Izzy, and this is everything, everything I, learned I learned from Japan. Have a good night, everybody. Night, everybody. I'm late to drink the shit out of these beers. Do you? Hey, everybody. I'm Steve and I'm Izzy, and this is. Everything, Everything I learned, learned in Japan. Japan. And tonight. Oh, tonight. We drinking. Woo! It's our uh, last night here in Japan. Yeah, it is. And uh, we stopped by the 7 Eleven to pick up a, uh, yeah, a, rogues, a rogues gallery of various beers. Um, yeah. It's our first one here, my love. Suntory Tokyo Craft 2017 Winter Limited. Uh, Weizen, I think it said on the other side, right? Brewed in Tokyo. Yes, it's a Weizen. So Weizen. So it's a, a bleh, wheat beer. My brain stopped <laughs> I'm working. I'm sorry. What kind of wheat was it? Wheat beer. Uh, 5.5% alcohol. All right. Here we go. Pop on the top. Pop on the top. <laughs> <laughs> Lies. I'm not wearing a top. Mm. Mm, that explains these. Uh, <laughs> It's weird. Guys get so weird when you rub their nipples. Playing with my hair. Oh. Yeah, that's definitely a wheat beer. It's got a little bit of a Belgian-y taste. Probably, I'm guessing, kind of... It tastes to me like an American Hefeweizen type yeast. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, just a nice, good, basic drink of beer. Full flavor around. But yeah, definitely. definitely. Yeah, a lot of biscuit even has a l- little bit of a... A little bit of citrus on it or something, too. I think you're getting that from... Like, I think you're getting a little spicy clove from the uh, from the yeast. Maybe. Delightful beer. Good stuff. Oh, yeah. Kudos to Santori, right? Santori. Yeah, Santori. Santori. Yeah, I know they make a lot of stuff out here. I think them and Kiran and uh, Asahi are like Asahi. the three major... Uh, Asahi and their golden poo. <laughs> yes, the golden poo. All right. Hour.
Another part of our beer that we can't take on our plane, sniff, is 7-Eleven Premium Original (laughs) Taste Suntory The Brew Strong. 7% clear and bitter. (laughs) (laughs) That's that's what it says on the can. You tell me if I'm exaggerating. Nope. Ready for me to pop my top? Pop your top off, girl. Oh, my top. Oh, yeah. That had a very satisfying opening, didn't it? That is strong. (laughs) Mm, Not a lot of hot flavor on it, or on the aroma on it. Just like my wife, clear and bitter. (laughs) It's pretty good. It tastes kind of like a pale ale. Mm, That's 7%. That ain't bad. Right? Hey, our headboard works as a uh, cup holder. (laughs) Oh, wow, yeah, that's... That's pretty light. Yeah. But it's the most bitter thing we've had here. Yeah, really. Yeah, they're not <laughs> big on the, the bitter stuff out here in Japan. You know what? I'm okay with it. We save that for the uh, the highballs, I guess. Right. Oh, highballs are everywhere, and they make them very well. Yeah. Well, we, right. <laughs> if you want something to taste good, just put a little whiskey in it. Oh, I love whiskey. Alrighty. This one we saw and grabbed at the very last minute. <laughs> also from Suntory. Yamazaki plum liqueur matured in toasted oak cask or in toasted cask. It does not say oak. I said oak. And uh, it is, a is 5%. Not <laughs> Ready? Let's do it. Oh, my top. Oh, we're just popping. Oh, shit. Suck that head. <laughs> Woo. Oh, my God. That tastes like soda. It's super foamy. It fo- uh, I had to suck a little head here. Sorry, guys. <laughs> Excuse me, everybody. <laughs> wow. That totally tastes like a soda. It tastes like squirt. It totally tastes like squirt. Yeah. He's going in for the sip. He's sloshing it around. Oh, wow, yeah. That tastes like squirt. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's weird. I mean, it's plum, but plum it tastes liqueur like matured and toasted Coke cask. Yeah, tastes like squirt. Tastes like squirt. Who knew bitter plums soaked in casks tasted like squirt? <laughs> wow. That's pretty damn good. Right? Man, we got a murderer's row going here. We and the last. Getting fucked up tonight. Woo! <laughs> last but definitely not least. From Kirin. It just says strong, 9%. <laughs> a picture of uh, oranges, maybe? They could be lemons. Yeah, yeah it's like yellow yellow and uh, orange squares and stuff, kind of like the one we did uh, a couple days ago. Yeah, the... Um, the the, one, the one that was the limoncello, basically. The limoncello, yeah. Sicilian lemon. Yeah. All right, here we go. Oh, oh. my top. All righty. Whoo, it smells like lemon. Smell like nine percent lemon. That does not taste like nine percent. Oh. And actually, I'm not sure if it's lemon or like I think it's bitter orange. I don't know. It's citrus for sure. Does yeah, that taste yeah, it's, like nine percent? It's a little more orange than lemon. Yeah, it's basically like drinking sunkissed. Right. It's um. Wow. They this need to bring is, this, this to America. Yeah, this nine percent sunkissed is fucking amazing. <laughs> Picture sunkissed. But 9% alcohol with none uh, of the burn. If only that plum one tasted like grape soda, we'd be in fucking business. <laughs> Honey, we can make this happen. Ooh, mm. can we make a pineapple one? Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. 
Well, so, yeah. Well, good night, everybody. <laughs> uh, yeah, so do we recommend buying beers from uh, 7-Eleven? Absolutely. If you're new drinks? in Japan. Yeah. Damn, getting 9% beers at your mm. corner store. Yeah. And they also can't act as a bank. Can't beat that. And you just have to hit a button to say you're over 20. Yeah, that's it, too. It's total honor system. <laughs> the fools. <laughs> and I have gray hairs. Right. Well, you're also two feet taller than the majority of the people here. I, I, I could still be young. Oh, yeah. I, I was basically this tall at 18. I know. Damn. And they still would have given you beer. How many countries <laughs> gave you beer when you were 18, What honey? are they going to do? Stop me? you <laughs> <laughs> like, thanks. Alrighty. Uh, so, yeah. Japan. It's good for drinking. Yeah. Uh, Particularly if you're not a hophead. If you're a hophead, you're fucked. Yeah. Stick to the wine. When we come back, we'll have to try all of the uh, sakis and have oh. a highball sampler. Yeah. And, <laughs> and what was it? The, the, the shogu? A sh- shochu. Shochu? Yeah. Oh, my God. That shochu. What, what was it? Like rice liqueur? It was a sweet potato liqueur was the one we tried. Oh, that was sweet potato. But, yeah. It, it tasted like nothing. It, it tasted like, like water. Nothing. And it was like 40%. <laughs> Fucking dangerous. Ugh. Mm-hmm. Japan. Good for getting your drink on. Alright, well until next time, I'm Steve. And I'm Izzy. And this is Everything, Everything I, I Drink in, in Japan. Japan. <laughs> oh, I keep screwing them up. No, that was my I fault. need to drink more. <laughs> Alright, have a good night, everybody. Good night, everybody. Hey, everybody, I'm Steve. And I'm Izzy. And this is Everything, Everything We I Learned in, in Japan. Japan. I was going to say Iceland, but no! <laughs> Nope, the other one. Um, and tonight. <laughs> oh, tonight. Uh, it's actually our last night here in the land of the rising sun. Oh, I've loved it so much. And we're back in uh, Tokyo. Mm-hmm. Uh, I got, just got an early morning heading out. Uh, but we spent most of the day in Kyoto. Kyoto! What did we do this morning, beautiful? Oh, man. Well, we got up and we had a super awesome ginger pork. You had ginger pork bowl and I had curry for breakfast. Indeed. Not a bad way to start your day. Uh, checked out of our Ryokan. Yeah, that was, oh, that was an interesting night. That was awesome. <laughs> I slept way better than I thought I would, considering yeah. we were on the floor. Yeah, it was better than I was expecting. I still woke up a little stiff, but yeah, not bad at all. You're not really designed for those beds. I really am not. Or <laughs> this lifestyle. No. Yeah, so I, th- I think it was mostly the uh, the five foot doorways. <laughs> and, and Jap- yeah. As our as our host said, Japanese size is for Japanese size. Yeah. Um, oh, they were awesome though. They were so nice. They make you they, feel like they even like the guy like followed us out and like thanked us like eight like times in the street. And, yeah. yeah, I was yeah. like, I was like, is he gonna follow us all the way to the train station? Right, he's gonna guide <laughs> us in his slippers. Right, his outside slippers. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so we got up and then we went to Ninjo Castle. Yeah, the Shogun's Castle. Yeah, that was awesome. Those acres uh, and acres of just beauty. There is a pond there that does not look real. There are views there that don't look real. Kyoto is absolutely gorgeous in the fall. The leaves were perfect. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it was like Ver- Vermont in autumn. It was pretty much. Pretty awesome. Uh, yeah, and it's like over 400 years old. Like they're uh, mm-hmm. restoring a couple things for the 400th anniversary. It's like yeah. 1626, I think, officially even though it started like 25 years earlier. Because they um, built on top of another castle that yeah. had been there since the 1500s. Yeah, it was super awesome. And uh, atop the, that that main lookout tower or whatever, you could yeah. like see all of Kyoto and the oh, mountains in the background. So yeah, so, like, One day was not enough for Kyoto. Yeah, we'll definitely have to come back check it out. Uh, but uh-huh. yeah, so we left the Shogun's castle, Ninjo Castle, and we went to... What was the name of the shrine? Fashimi Inari. That's right. S- 
Taisha or something like that. The Fushimi and Ari Shrine. The Red Red Temple. Yes, if you look up Japan Red Shrine, take a minute. You can stop screaming now. Yes, it is gorgeous. And it's even more gorgeous in autumn. And apparently we went during some sort of fox festival because fox is their kitsune or kitsune is their that temple's like spirit animal and uh yeah they were having some sort of festival going on absolutely amazing oh i forgot the very first thing we did this morning uh, after we left the ryokan we went to the other buddhist temple who was also having a festival oh yeah the one across the street yeah 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 yeah, yeah that one's a buddhist anything. temple as opposed to a shrine yeah yeah and they... we got our pictures with uh i think basically they're sunday school mascots yeah it was a prayer I, I book. That, I I just thought they might be like the uh, uh, the mascots for the 2020 Olympics or something too. I didn't even think about that. Oh, maybe I don't maybe. know. I think it was one, more it was like, like there were like a lot one, of students yeah, there. One was a book. One was a monk looking like a wizard. It was a prayer book. Like it yeah. had the Buddhist prayer beads. Yeah, on it. yeah, that's true. Yeah, one All was right. like yeah, one one was like a little fairy, and then one was like a lion dressed as a monk. Sweetie, can't go around calling people that. <laughs> You know what? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It was amazing. They gave us stickers. <laughs> we're very polite, and then they shoot us on our way. Like, yeah, too cool. No, but yeah. So the yeah, Red Temple was cool. Oh, it was absolutely gorgeous. We did not make it all the way up to the top of the mountain. My asthma has not been doing great here in Tokyo, Kyoto, Japan, because uh, the smaller the space gets, the more people smoke. Yeah. <laughs> it's weirdo that way. You can't smoke on the sidewalk, but if your bar is only 50 feet by 50 feet, every <laughs> motherfucker in there is smoking. But yeah, uh, we got to take the bullet train again yeah. after we left the red shrine. Oh, that bullet train's awesome. Oh, and we finally saw Mount Fuji this time. It wasn't finally, uh, fogged in. Yeah, or, or saw Mount covered. Fuji for briefly from the train. Yeah. I'll, uh, I'll post a picture of it. It was basically from the other side of the train through a corner <laughs> yeah. of like an airplane window. You know what? It was okay. But, but it came through pretty good. It um, did. It four was a times beautiful there. day. Yeah. yeah. Um, we hit up the Pokemon Center one last time. Uh, yeah, we did. <laughs> Everybody else is out there like, yes, Izzy is right. That's how you do it. Yep. I had to go back for a third time just to make sure you got everything. I did. Notice I did not take you to the uh, Yokohama Pokemon Center or the Kyoto Pokemon Center. Uh, But yeah, so yeah, we got back to Tokyo, did a little shopping, hit up our our little local ramen place here. Oh yeah, for our our last real meal here. (laughs) Yeah. I got spicy hakat. I got the... Uh, what was it? Miso base ramen with beef and yeah. side of rice and dumplings and mm. a raw egg thrown on just for good measure. Mm. And, yeah. I gotta say, Japan does their eggs well here. They do. They do. <laughs> uh, but yeah, uh, been a wonderful trip with my lady here. Absolutely. Also, little tip for anybody traveling. If you're near places like train stations, they have lockers. When you check out of your hotel, if you still want to wander around and look around at stuff... Put your bags in a locker. It is so nice to not have to haul your bags around. Also, yeah. I highly recommend, if you can, figure it out. Put everything in a backpack. They smoosh into the smallest spaces, and it's great. They really do. Yeah, for like three bucks a day, we basically stored it for, what, about seven hours? Six or yeah. seven hours, yeah. Yeah, from the morning until we uh, came back from the temple and took the bullet train home and everything. Yeah, yeah. and they were locked. We didn't have to worry about it. Yeah, they rolled it. We didn't have to go back to the hotel. They were right there at the train station. Yeah. It was awesome. So, insider tip. Yeah. Courtesy of everything I learned in Japan. Um, yeah, definitely put Japan on your bucket list if you haven't mm-hmm. been out here already. 
Uh, and shop fantastic. the Seven Eleven Seven Banks. Yes, the Seven Banks are prevalent and amazing. So, yeah. Yeah. Know, so yeah, I guess uh, for for everything learned in Japan. <laughs> and until next time, I'm Steve. And I'm Izzy. And this is everything, everything I learned in Japan. Japan. Have a good night, everybody. Bye, everybody. <laughs> All right, welcome back, everybody. Steve and Izzy here. Woo! Uh, yeah. So that was our trip to Japan. Um, and so you sent us your wonderful questions. First up uh, comes from uh, the Cult 45 podcast. Definitely listen to those guys. They're fucking amazing. Oh, they're fucking awesome. Uh, and uh, soon as Randy said, I just want to know about the food. Sweetie, how is the food in Japan? Everything in Japan is delicious. It really is. We we even ate locusts. We ate we locusts. I mean, we ordered like at a weird place, like a super hipstery bar. Yeah. That's not like a regular, it's not like you just like go into 7-Eleven. It's like, here's a jar of locusts. But we did plenty of 7-Eleven too. We ate so much. Oh, 7-Elevens are so much more delicious than they're here. Although, I'm not going to lie, was the last time you ate at a 7-Eleven deli section? Last week. That no, wasn't in, Japan, in America. <laughs> oh, that wasn't in America? Yeah. Um, I don't know, probably the last time I was outside of America. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No. Um, yeah, yeah, no, uh, everything is good. They have very, very high standards for their food. Yeah. And the Japanese, they eat a bunch of, like, small meals, but they're all, like, very skinny people, and I feel like, like, being fat is very shameful in their culture, and yeah. so I feel like if you're going to put calories in your body, it's got to be fucking good. It's either very shameful, or you just go full out and become a sumo wrestler. There's really no right? in between. <laughs> uh, gohan is awesome. It's basically just, like, stuff mixed in with rice. We yeah. had some really good ginger pork gohan multiple days. Yeah. Uh, the ramen's we had amazing. Ramen. The, the katsu sandwiches. Oh, yeah, those are pretty good. $2 at... In the train station? I think those are the uh, cutlet sandwiches uh, that we mm-hmm. refer to in yes. the, the mini, little mini ones we did. Yes, and um, Onigirazu, we found it, is the name of our favorite little spam and egg and rice ball <laughs> things. I'm going to make those. Please do. I'm going to fill our fridge with them, and that's just what we're going to eat now. <laughs> yes. uh, next question comes from at Heil on Life. Any themed cafes? Yeah, we saw a couple of the like cat cafes and the, we saw one the bunny that I was cafe or something. There was one we walked by that um I feel like might actually be more a battle royale than a cafe. It was an owl and bunny cafe. That's right, yeah. And I yeah, was like one. Is this really like one and it was in a basement, it was like you had to go yeah. down. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, is this one of those things where it's really just them chucking baby bunnies at owls? It's, it's the equivalent of cockfighting. Right? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not gonna lie, they're there were some animal was, cafes I wanted to go to. Wasn't there's, there a goat cafe? There's a goat cafe, yeah. but I was told they only have one goat. Oh, that's... So, that's... Yeah. The thing is, I found out a lot of the cafes don't treat their animals real well, especially like the owl cafes. Owls are solitary creatures who prefer to be up at night. They don't want to sit with you while you drink coffee. <laughs> that's really not what they're into. Really? And as an animal lover, I mean, this is the same reason why I love whales and dolphins. Like... My heart cries for them. I love them so much. I cannot do the, the swimming with dolphins. It's yeah. just cruel to them. I could We couldn't do any of the themed cafes. Although we almost did the robot cafe. We totally... Yeah. We, yeah. It actually was just that it wasn't we, open when we were in that district, and then we and ran out of time. if we make it back to Shinjoku, we totally would have, though. It would have been the best $120 we spent on nothing all the whole time. <laughs> and there was plenty of those opportunities. Oh, yeah. All right. Next question comes from at Kung Fu Drive-In. Uh... Jeff, the host there, has some wonderful interviews. I think his latest is uh, Elaine Mousy. Uh, Who's she, Steve? He is the star of uh, Kickboxer Vengeance. 
Oh, yeah, of course he is. Yeah, <laughs> it's fucking awesome. Uh, his eldest is obsessed with manga and anime. Is it as prevalent with everyday folk as she's heard it to be? It's, oh, yeah. It seemed to be. It's on billboards. Yeah, I mean, we, we, especially when we were like, walking through Character Street, there was the, oh. the slam dunk. Like, the, the one thing yeah. I was interested in. That was a manga from, like, 95 that yeah. apparently is still... About basketball players. Still but, a big thing. Yeah, no, I mean, it's one of those things. We were walking around uh, Shinjuku. No, oh. we weren't in Shinjuku when I saw the first big anime billboard. Shinjuku's like a touristy spot. Where were we where we saw the racetrack? The horse racing track? That was by the Metropolitan Building. Tokyo Metropolitan oh, Building. Oh, yeah, that was downtown. Was that yeah, it was like okay. Shinjoku. Yeah. yeah, we were downtown. There was just like an advertisement for I don't know what because I don't speak Japanese. But like full-size billboard on the side of a very busy highway that was full manga. Like, And there was the Godzilla yeah. uh, anime premiere when we were down there too. Yeah, so. and that line was around the block and down the corner. I mean, All it's... Damn day. Anime, especially, well, um, we didn't get to see the Studio Ghibli Museum because as a three-month waiting list. Yeah. Anime is their Disney. Uh, especially, like, Studio Ghibli is their Disney, like, with Totoro and all of that. Yeah. Um, Pokemon is also their Disney. Yeah, like, okay. yes, anime is their... As prevalent as Disney and Pixar are here, that's how those studios are there. So. I'm sure even all the gentlemen wearing suits all day on the train and everything, deep down, they, they're, they're doing Pokemon Go in their head. Honey, how many cute little anime-inspired plushies were on even businessmen's oh, bags? All of them, yeah. Just the little, like, keychain-sized ones. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. they they love it down there. Fun fact, that started because uh, at the Shido Buddhist shrines, they sell little good luck tags that you're supposed to put on your bag for various things like luck in money or luck in traffic and things like that. Uh, and so, basically, the Japanese people got used to dangling things off their bags, and that's how come, like, the little plushies on keychains are so popular there. Yeah. All right. Next question comes from Matt Death by Film. Yeah. And uh, he asks, are they obsessed with Shahai Otani? I will explain to Izzy who Shahai... I'm never sure if I'm saying his first name right, but uh, Shahai Otani is a Japanese baseball prospect. Uh, who's coming over this year? Apparently, he's like the best hitter in the league, like for home runs. No and all, but he may be coming to the pros as a pitcher because he also has like a 95 mile an hour fastball. And combined with the hitting, would be great for the American League. Where was he they, one of the guys on those hit. epic baseball posters we kept saying around? Or National League, sorry. Uh, remember those super the, yeah, awesome, super there, yeah. There were a couple. I, I'm pretty sure he was like one swing in the bat or something. Yeah, but um, okay. I, I didn't see Otani, but. There was like Hideku, Chakratori, I don't know. Uh, yeah. I'm not a big in baseball, everybody. I don't know if you um, can tell. Baseball but. is 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 their sport. We did not see a ton of sports-related stuff. I feel like baseball is their sport. Yeah. Uh, and sumo wrestling. And sumo wrestling. And we went during sumo season. Yeah. But we did see a lot of posters for baseball. The thing is, it had 19 players on it. Yeah. But they were all on there like they were baseball cards, but the greatest baseball cards ever where it's like them in the stance, but they've cut them out and put them on a black background with like flames behind them or like a lightning yeah. storm or driving rain. It, like it was so fucking epic. It was like the old uh, Skybox trading cards from the early 90s. Yeah. yeah Steve was like, I don't even like baseball and I want that poster. Right. <laughs> uh, so I don't think they're obsessed, but yeah, they definitely know of them. Yeah. yeah. Um, I don't know. Are we obsessed with Kobe still? Who? The Kobe? beef? Kobe? Kobe beef? I don't know. Who's... Oh, he's who's retired. Who's a sports ball player who's Kobe Bryant? Now? Yeah. Yeah, he's retired now, but... Uh, are we still obsessed with Buster Posey? Who? The baby giraffe! 
No, Baby Giraffe is Brandon Belt. Oh, Brandon Belt, never mind. <laughs> Buster Posey's the catcher guy. That's yeah, right, yeah. with the greatest baseball name ever. It really did. <laughs> All right, uh, what were they thinking? Uh, Brandon, yeah. what, were, what were they thinking, asked us. What weird candy did we try? Weird uh, candy? We they, didn't they, eat much candy. Yeah, we didn't eat a whole lot of candy. Uh, we did bring back, like, the green tea Kit Kats that are pretty good. Yeah, and some, like, Thunder Dark Kit Kats that yeah, yeah. I'm not really sure what they are, but I... Looking at the picture, I think they have Pop Rocks inside of it. Yeah, they're Pop Rocks and Dolphin. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, there was also those uh, Choco Bars that were basically like... It was like crushed Oreos with uh, uh, chocolate. Oh, and, yeah. Yeah. yeah it was Honestly, the Japanese aren't really that into sweets. They I mean, they sell a lot of... They sell a lot of sweets, but it appears to be like they sell a lot of sweets in train stations, airports. I think you give sweets to people, but I don't think they eat... I. I think the sweetest thing they do is like milk tea. Yeah, yeah, and they got those coming out of vending machines, which is pretty sweet. Just coming out their vending machines. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, we didn't run into a lot of sweets really the whole trip. Yeah, yeah. I mean, obviously they had. Oh, we did have the, more... the waffle, uh, waffle. Yes. Okay. Waffle things. Seven Eleven sells bags of individually packaged waffles. They're mini waffles. They're soft. They are already seasoned with syrup and vanilla, and they are fucking amazing. They're pretty damn good. I could eat an entire pack in a sitting and be just an ugly American. Yeah, very easily. All right. Uh, Mike Siebert from Mike Siebert Radio. Uh, How were the public restrooms? Uh, They were very unique in China. Uh, We'll answer that part first. He's got another question, too. But the restrooms are actually really nice. Japan is the land of the heated super toilets. Yes. That, uh, say so, reoccurring things to you while you poop. I don't know. No, the women's ones do talk to you, but oh, you were really? saying the men's ones didn't really. No, no, no. Yeah, you just had the option to like bidet yourself and mm-hmm. all that. Uh, and oh, not the all seats of were warm. The sweet, the wa- warm toilet seats are God's Japan's gift to God. Yeah. <laughs> oh my Godzilla. God. Yes. Uh, so they're Western style <laughs> toilets. They are yeah. American style toilets in Japan. They have invented the bidet. So it's a little squirty thing so you can rinse your butt off after you poop. Or if you're a lady, you can rinse your uh, rinse your hatchet wound out. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. Uh, yeah, well, I think what Mike's referring to is, uh, I, I spent a month in China and he's referring yes. to the, the hole in the floor. That is 98% of the toilets in China. I only ran into one, and it was at a shrine. Yeah, well, that's exactly probably why. I'm sure at one point they did have one Western toilet there, and somebody just destroyed it being a dick or something, or <laughs> No, I don't, think, I don't think people do that in Japan. The tourists do. That's why the they have go so... to a temple. I looked it up. There's one vending machine for every 23 people in Japan. That's a pretty good ratio. Right? And I was reading, like, why do they have more and better vending machines? The vending machine manufacturers who make very good vending machines won't bring them here because, quote, Americans destroy everything. Yep. And, so you know, I'm going to go ahead America. and default to the little friendly <laughs> robot from Canada who was trying to travel oh, yeah. cross country. Oh, that story's You so look that sad. story up. And that's why America doesn't get nice things. Yeah. But yeah, the toilets were awesome. Also, people are incredibly clean in Japan, and they're very, very worried about, I think, what other people think. And so I noticed, for example, here in San Francisco, every time I enter a ladies' room, there's a golden shower across every inch of the toilet seat. Mm-hmm. Every toilet seat's fucking wet and gross and disgusting and makes me want to vomit. Oh, the men's is very similar. In Japan, 
everything was super clean. The floors were clean. There wasn't pee on the floors. There wasn't pee on the seats. There was picture instructions on how to use a wet Western style toilet, which I feel, especially here in San Francisco, we fucking need. Just for shame. But I even, the country oh, has shame. I didn't tell you. I know why a lot of toilet seats are C-shaped and have the gap. Why is that, sweetie? It was explained on one of the Japanese toilets that I think I forgot to tell you because we were in a train station. It is for ostomy patients to be able to dump their colostomy bags. Awesome. They need an extra. They need a little extra space to be able to do that. I always thought it was just so my balls aren't sitting on a cold ass seat. But there is that. Yeah. Anyway, that may also lead into uh, Mike's secondary question: uh, What was the biggest culture shock moment of the trip? The people are decent. That was kind of a shock to me. It wasn't when we got to the Ryokan and the door was only five feet tall. Nah, that, that's actually, honestly, that's what I was expecting the entire trip. <laughs> yeah, no, honestly, the biggest culture shock was how decent Japanese are all to each other, yeah. even on a super crowded train. Again, being here in San Francisco and having ridden BART during rush hour, the trains are no more packed than they are in the Japan. Everybody talks about Japan, and yeah, there's probably physically more human beings on the Japan train because they're smaller human beings, so you can pack more in a space. <laughs> True. They didn't smell. No. They were quiet. They were courteous. Apparently, I found out today when I was telling people about the, the clean subway cars and all that, mm-hmm. uh, apparently what they do is uh, when the train pulls in, mm-hmm. it takes them seven minutes to clean that thing from top to bottom, and then it's ready to go back out on the track. Oh, what if... Could you imagine if Bart even ran a wet wipe over it once a month? That'd be fantastic. Oh, I will buy them a box of baby wipes. Yeah. All right. And uh, our last question comes from uh, at Besotted Geek. What surprised you the most on your trip? How decent the human beings were. And I had two things. Japanese can cook an egg. Yeah, yeah, that was Every kind of interesting. single egg was cooked perfectly. perfectly. We got soft-boiled eggs. Not poached, soft-boiled. Where the white is all cooked, but the yolk is still gooey. And a couple of our dishes, every single one of them was cooked perfectly. Every time, like, every egg we had, even 7... Well, 7-Eleven food is delicious. Yeah. Our, the egg in our cold 7-Eleven sandwiches was perfectly cooked. Yeah. I'm not gonna lie, I was also kind of surprised how much food was available all the time. Yeah, yeah, with the vending machines and, like, basically four or five different restaurants on, like, every city block. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, And, you know, you just think with Japan, everybody being so skinny and stuff, it was kind of like, well, maybe that's not really part of their culture. Like, they just eat their (laughs) rice, maybe a little fish, and that's it. No, they have great spices, great flavors, Mm -hmm. all different kinds. And food is everywhere. We brought snacks that we never even needed. Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah, that bag of pretzel chips is probably still in the backpack. We <laughs> took those two... <laughs> those pretzel chips have now been to more countries than most of our listeners. Exactly. They have traveled <laughs> 20,000 miles. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, no, uh, well, I found out part of the reason why food's so prevalent in Japan, most people just don't cook. Yeah. Japanese don't have ovens. Yeah, they don't have ovens. They don't, like, barely have kitchens. They just have like a sink. Yeah, a like sink. Like four plates. A sink, a rice cooker, a microwave, and like a stovetop. It's a nation of bachelors. Oh, Steve. A microwave. You found your home. I know, right? Probably. Well, no, (laughs) it can't be because I would need an oven for my Totino's pizza. That's true. So Iceland then? Iceland. Iceland. (laughs) Excellent. So yeah, thanks for sending in the questions. Uh, Thank you so much. Thanks for making it this far. Hopefully it uh, helped you out and Mm -hmm. uh, get get you a little more about the world. Go to Japan before the Olympics because it's not going to get cheaper. Yeah, it's coming in 2020. So (laughs) do it while you can. Uh, 
yeah watch for like the seasons apparently they have an off season not sure when it is but it goes from a thousand dollar plane ticket to 700 or something like that (laughs) right what we noticed in our researching it maybe it was just because we flew a slightly better airline we flew cafe air cafe pacific yeah Uh, we were very i was very happy with that. yeah it was pretty good the The food was good 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 length on the seats and stuff for my long ass legs six foot eight man was comfortable in economy i watched 12 fucking movies yeah Uh, maybe half of them were good (laughs) hong kong airport is surprisingly comfortable yeah yeah but uh what we noticed in looking at ours was uh when it's slow season and hotels are cheaper the flights are more expensive and then when it's a little bit busier season like we went right now like during fall and sumo season hotels are a little bit more expensive but flights were a little bit cheaper so i guess find your balance yeah. Also, stay in a Ryokan at least one night. Yeah, the Ryokan was pretty cool. I mean, I was skeptical we weren't going to do it, but it ended both. up being the only hotel we could find in Kyoto that time, uh, in our price range. It was so much fun. It was pretty cool. We're going to have to send a, show, send a link out to the one we stayed at because they Ma- made you feel like family. Ma- Matsubaya Ryokan in there Kyoto. We go. That's M A T S U B A Y A. Uh, Ryokan, R-Y-O-K-A-N, I, I think say. so. Uh, yeah, Kyoto, Japan. It's uh, a block away from this beautiful temple. Uh, it's like three blocks from the train station. Yeah. yeah. Super convenient. They're so nice. They're so nice to the point where our host followed us into the street <laughs> and waved till we got to the end of the block. Like, yeah. Yeah. so nice. And it was like, uh, what was it, like 150 a night? 160 was that. Yeah, yeah, one sixty. But I mean, it was for a night and during complimentary peak tea. Yeah, like you get the whole thing. You get the futon on the uh, the straw mat, the tatami mats, five foot doorways. Yeah. But they have Western style toilets and they have a shower. It's true. It's true. They got a good shitter. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so yeah, until our uh, our next vacation, mm-hmm. wherever that may be. Uh, I'm Steve and I'm Missy and this is everything, everything I, I learned, learned in Japan. Japan. Ah. Have a good night, everybody. Good night, everybody. Let's make out. Ah, <laughs> la, 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 la